So, you know, I hear all these horror stories, but I figure, well, I already paid, you know, what, $10,000 for the ticket. So I just decided to to go and, and just to see how it was. And you know what? Actually, it wasn't that bad. That was the thing that I didn't... It, it was fine. I had a good time. You you went there to the... To Firefest. Yeah, I went to Firefest. Okay. Um, I'm back now because um, everybody... <laughs> I mean, they closed it down, um, so I had to leave at some point. I would have stayed there for... They, there was, like, a lot of bad reviews about it. People were very, very upset about going to this thing. But Yeah, I saw some of the stuff that people were saying, but, I mean, that's just social media. You so know? you... Okay, so did you get to hear any music? There was, I, I didn't. I didn't read a lot about it. But did you get to hear a lot of the, any of the music that was there? There was some music. Yeah, there was definitely some music. Um, it was a little more like folksy than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expect that there would be so much, um, so much of the music coming through just like speakers uh, in the ceilings and stuff. That to me was I didn't know that it was going to be that. But it I don't. It wasn't bad. Well, how were the? Okay, well, <laughs> I'm trying to. Trying to uh, wrap my brain around it. how are like the accommodations and stuff. Were you comfortable while you were there? Where like um, well, sure. Look, I'm not gonna blow smoke up your ass and tell you it was a five star resort because it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But you know, considering the location, you know, I thought it was fine. I had a chair. Um, I moved. I moved to a booth later on. Um, okay, it so was comfortable. How... Okay, I had my own table. Well, that's. I mean, like you're one of like. You're like one of like 50,000 or something that went to the, I don't know how many people went there. I'm not going to make up numbers, but you're one of like a ton of people who went and actually had a good time at this fucking thing. Did, did you, um, I'm trying, how was the food? Cause I saw a picture of the food that they posted and it was not good. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that. You know, for me, I guess I would say, um, I, I mean, I liked the food. It was simple. I mean, it was something that, um. You know, you, you grab a bite, you go about your business, and you have some fun while you're doing it. I mean, I don't want to sit down and eat a steak when I'm yeah. at, a, at a place like that. So to me, I thought it was good, good, good service. Um, smiling faces, great colors in there. Um, uh, it was uh, it was fun to me. A lot of people showed up. I did thought. you? Okay, so did. Well, I, <laughs> so did you? Uh, I I saw like some somebody tweeting about like feral dogs. Wandering around, they were like wild dogs, like chasing people and stuff. Did you see any like uh, uh, pests or like vermin or anything like that? I didn't. Like see, any- I didn't see anything like that. Well, there was okay. So I take that back. There was one mouse, but he was wearing like board shorts and a t-shirt. Um, and he actually he had like a little stand-up set. He played with the band for a while. He came out. He brought me my pizza, which okay, um, that I'm, was awesome. I didn't see him as a pest at all. I thought he was a cool guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, he helped, me, he helped me. I got stuck in the ball pit. He helped me out of the ball pit. Um, we played some games together. I don't know. I didn't see the problem. Real quick, man. Did you go to Chuck E. Cheese? I... Okay, now, which, now hang on. Let me just make sure. Uh, which one is in the uh, strip mall next to the Toys R Us, and then which one is in an island uh, in the Bahamas? Which, which one are we... Which one is the... <laughs> okay, so... I think I might have... Man, I don't know how... You need to update your Google Maps or something, I think. I might have got confused. I think that you went to Chuck E. Cheese. Did you? Okay. So how did the how did your kids like it? 
Uh, my I left my kids at home. God damn it! Hey. Okay, I thought you were gonna do the hey with me. Hello. We cannot get this down. <laughs> we'll get it, dude. We're gonna Don't do worry it. About it. We're going to get the hay down. Well, One, two, three. Hey! It's episode 13. It's episode... Wow. <sighs> Fuck. All right. It's your Kickstarter Sucks the Podcast. Episode 13. Um, it's me, Jesse, and my co-host, Mike. Hey. Hey. That sound cool? That sounded cool, yeah. Hey. But I also saw you like rub your beard in a cool way right before you did it. Yeah. So it kind of paid off. I'm always... <laughs> I'm always doing cool shit, dude. You're always doing some cool <laughs> try shit. To, try to keep up. I'm always <laughs> doing cool shit. Yeah, like bringing over some uh, craft beers. This is a this is Moosehead Lager that you brought over tonight. You know how I know it's not good? How's that? The uh, guy at the bodega, like the one-stop shop market thing that mm-hmm. sells like super old products and like um, uh, beef jerky that people stick their hands in and... Um, when I brought it up to the counter, he was like, that's good beer. So I know that <laughs> it's probably not good beer. <laughs> that's cool. I'm always doing cool shit. <laughs> the the Moosehead Lager in the green bottle. It says 150 years on the front of it. I'm wondering, hey, is that how old this beer is? Because now that's good. I mean, that's clean fun. You know, everybody can relate to having a beer that tastes old. I guess. I, I don't know. You ever had like an old... You ever had like an old beer? Yeah. <laughs> ever, had an old beer. You ever had an old beer, man? Yeah, I had... What a, is the worst beer you've ever had? This is a good This is a good question. Oh, man. Uh, so, I do drink a lot of bad beers. Um, so, I... Uh, in fact, uh, so I'll have a regular column on Vine Pair now. Um, so, I'm doing that every week. Uh, starting this week, a regular column up there about beer, beer stuff. Um, so this is like the next iteration of the beer idiot that I've been doing over there. So I, so I drink a lot of um, bad beers for work, <clears throat> and I will say that uh, of all of them, of the forties I did a couple weeks ago, of you know every light beer under the sun, um, all kinds of you know fruit stuff, whatever. The absolute worst beer I've had is. The one that uh, Stone Brewing put out that was the Sriracha beer. I got that. I think I think I got that one time and never again. You didn't go back for the ten dollar beer that tastes like shit. No. <laughs> huh. Uh, the worst beer I have ever had is called Satan's Pussy, and it's made by Dracula's boyfriend breweries. And it's very hard to get. You probably never had it. I can't get a hold of it. And that's I I hated it. To be honest with you, <laughs> Satan's so, pussy. You Satan's pussy. Not a good beer. Is that an IPA? What is that? Um, it's something for sure. Uh, I can't think of what it could be because I'm making it up right now. So it could be basically. Oh, you had me going. Oh, uh, did I get you? <laughs> Come on. Did you think that it was real? I thought that was serious. I thought you were being serious. No. Who would name their beer Satan's Pussy Beer? You got to... Come on. Hey, man, you don't know the some of the brewers that I know, because those guys... If it's a hot sauce, a hot sauce called Satan's Pussy Hot Sauce. 
Oh, I think that would sell really well. There's got to be one. You think it exists already? Because if it doesn't exist, first of all, we're doing it. Let's say you and I get yeah. get a ton of bottles and fucking spices and shit, and just do this whole thing up. That's the cool thing about hot sauce is that if you ever go to a hot sauce store, you realize, all right, there's some different ones, right? There's Tabasco, yeah. your vinegar base, you know. Then you got like your your Asian ones or whatever. You got that one that's white for some reason, you know. <laughs> but then you then you get to the aisle where it's all just the stupid names. Yeah. Like hell's ass. And <laughs> hell's ass. <laughs> and, then you, and then you realize, well, this is just the same hot sauce in a different or is it the same bottle even, just different label on the front. Yeah, there's not I mean there's unless you're like a is there a way that you could ever tell the difference between all those fucking hot sauces? No. In the end you're like you're just running into the same thing where you're like, oh, this one has the same fucking ingredients. Yeah. There's no, there should be, there should be a law. <laughs> mad. I'm uh, mad now. You're getting mad at the hot sauces. <laughs> um, Yeah, let's start our own. Let's start our own hot sauce. That's a good grift. That's a good scam. Hot sauce grift, because it can be expensive. It can Those to make it? No, I mean uh, to, buy to buy it. it. You ever yeah, fucking yeah. Buy- there's one, I don't know if I said this before, there's a, in our mall here, there's a hot sauce store and uh, it was in the mall and uh, it was one of the ones that opened up after the big flood, you know? Yeah. So it was sort of like the mall was like building back up a little bit. So some of the stores weren't as good. We had a big flood down here in Nashville. We had a big flood. Um, and no, I'm not talking about Noah's Ark. <laughs> That's good. Our Bible <laughs> folks are going to love that. They're gonna be like, oh shit! I remember he just that. Shouted out, no, it's yeah. hard. Shout out, that's to, my shit. Shout out to Noah. Um, so that opened up, and I I went in there. I've bought a few things in there before, and they're always like sixteen dollars. And then one day I was going by it, and it was gone. And I said, oh man, that sucks. But it makes sense because how do you, um, you know, the places in the mall are like they're selling clothes and stuff. Yeah, I cannot imagine driving to that mall and buying all this hot sauce, and then I, I get around to the other side of the. Hold on, let me, can I finish? <laughs> can I just finish for a second. Can I finish? Can I finish? All right, go ahead. Anyway, I get around to the other side of the mall. It just moved to a bigger store, <laughs> so I don't. I don't understand. It must be a great business model. That's weird, man. It all is right, weird. So we open up a hot sauce place slash vape shop. Oh yes. Slash predatory. Uh, payday loan place and we just buy it in the in the shittiest part of town so over by your house and we <laughs> <laughs> all right so it's it's satan's pussy hot sauce and the cover has a uh, the picture of bud dwyer blowing his brains out on it holy shit and do you think that the bud dwyer family has to license that video um <laughs> they put, they put a copyright on him blowing his face off that's a good question be a good money maker for the estate. Yeah. You can do coasters with it. <laughs> what else? Kids shirts. What else could you put uh Bud Dwyer's exploding face on? <laughs> if you have any ideas, Jeez, send us Christ. send us an email, your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. This is it's fucking kids hawking like mouse pads. <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's nothing funny about there's nothing funny about your dad blowing his head off on live TV. But there is something funny about uh, taking a, a still image from that gruesome and horrible video that ended your father's life and, and ruined yours and putting it on like a tank top on Etsy. Yeah. Just starting like a shitty, uh, what is it, fucking Teespring site or something where yep. they put stuff on like those tennis visors. 
Yeah. <laughs> or water bottles. Yeah. That'd be good. That's good. Yeah, just the cheapest water bottles ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then the the image is always like a square. Yep. Uh, just shittily fucking printed on it. Yep. That's great. They're going to social media like, all right, guys, we need to get 19 more orders on this Teespring before it can before ship they, out. Before they ship it out. Because you got to get to a certain number. You got to get to a certain You have to scale it up. And they're like, ugh. <laughs> and they don't get it. So they end up blowing their brains out. Yeah. Ah, I couldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> they used uh, they used a gun from the Old West. That's why I said it like that. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah, what if you try to kill yourself with a bow and arrow? That's like the, ah, I don't have a gun. In the old days, you had, the, to, you had to do that. Yeah, back in the day, you had to kill yourself with a bow and arrow, and most people don't you know that. You couldn't do it well, they any didn't other have, way. Winchester hadn't come along yet, so you, you you do the thing like in Full Metal Jacket. like You get the bow down with your toes, right, and then you yeah. put it in your mouth, and then you let it go. And fucking slips off and breaks, Sli- breaks a window. Yeah. Ugh. I got to fix that window. Yeah. How else? How do you think cavemen killed themselves? Oh, shit. Um, I try to take a dinosaur egg. Do you want, like, my real answer or a joke answer? Uh, I'm panicking. Did dinosaurs lay eggs? They did, right? A lot, um, of, a lot yeah. of them laid eggs. They were big egg guys, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I freaked out for a second. Did not want the emails to tell me that dinosaurs did not lay <laughs> eggs. Uh, right after we did the Noah's Ark shout-out, I felt like this was going to be <laughs> problematic territory hey. to wade into. <laughs> um, I was on board with these guys until they said... Uh, until they said dinosaurs didn't lay eggs. No, I think that they, um, if I were a caveman, the way that I would uh, end it all yeah, is I would say, I'm going to wait around until a dinosaur is about ready to sit down for a rest. <laughs> and then I'm going to put my head under his butt. <laughs> and then I'm going to get it all squished. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> That's my real answer. My joke answer is... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that's really good. The resting dino. <laughs> I'm going to have a seat. Whew. I've been walking around. Yeah. That's cool. What's your favorite dino? I've been walking around all angry. I'm going to take a rest. <laughs> they, they are all angry. They are mad. They're so mad all the time. Uh, my favorite dino? Yeah. What's your favorite one? When I was a kid. Top dinos. Here we go. When I was a kid, my favorite dino was the Ankylosaurus because he's just a big fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know why that had nothing to do with me, yeah. but um, <clears throat> no, he was just a big. Is that uh, the one with like the helmet on him? Yeah, the big bony. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to be an archaeologist when I was a kid. Oh, that's gay. Um, or like a paleontologist or something. But uh, dusting bones off all day. Yeah, now I dust my bone off every day at six o'clock when I get home. Boosh. Just bust that fucker off. So uh, I've been watching some classic movies lately. Watching Alien, uh, Jurassic Park and stuff. Jurassic Park is so fucking good, dude. It's so good, and it came out in 1994. God, that's sick. It's so good. Like, the practical effects and stuff are still good. If it came out today, the only thing I think that would look weird is the video of the DNA being explained. Yeah. That's the only part that would look horny. Um... If it came out today, I would change one thing about it. You would? You'd change something about that classic to modernize it? You know that scene where they're um, getting ready, where the T-Rex pushes the car over the edge of the thing? Yeah. And he had just come came up from that side? Yeah. Like, where did he come from? Um, 
oh, before yeah. that part yeah. where he eats the guy on the toilet. Right. I would make that probably 30 minutes uh, longer than it is. Because <laughs> right now it's too short. Yeah. I think maybe one thing that you could have it do is... Um, so the <clears throat> so he runs into the bathroom. And it I don't know if you remember, but it, I didn't remember this at the time. It actually collapses because... Jeff Goldblum like flies into the thing like the T-Rex is stomping around and he like shoves Jeff Goldblum and that like that brings the little porta potty area down or something. Yeah. And then I think as soon as you see the insurance guy on the toilet, he barely has enough time to jack off in there before he gets, before he gets, he ran out of the car. He was like, I got to jack off. Yeah. And he ran to the thing. I think the T-Rex should say, um, how about a courtesy flush? <laughs> Before he eats the guy. Um, yeah. He can maybe say that, or um, <laughs> maybe he could say, uh, he could say, I uh, see so you couldn't, uh, you couldn't spare a square. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> you were from Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> I actually think it's pronounced uh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> so, he's Jeff Goldblum. Do you see that he's coming back? Yeah, he has a. I was not thinking about him making burgers or something. What is he making? Like a, he's he's com- a food truck or something. He's coming back. Oh, you mean for the, the Jurassic Park thing? I don't know. I was actually just going to keep saying he's coming back Jesus until you picked Christ. it up. I wasn't sure what he's coming back for. I just know he's coming back. <laughs> Goldblum is back, baby. Welcome back. Welcome back to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, 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 life finds a way. Oh, my God. Is he here? <laughs> I'm looking around. Is he here in the studio? Uh, mm, uh, well, well, you know, hey, you know, this is Jay Leno. Hey, you know, hey, life finds a way. I don't know. Hey, you know. All right. So, all right. So definitely check out Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, check out Jurassic Park. It's wild. They got dinosaurs. <laughs> all right. So uh, there's a new Goldblum in the next Jurassic Park. So we will be right back with your six pack. Mike, what kind of apps do you have on your phone? Let's talk about apps. What kind of apps? Uh, I got what? I got Twitter. I got um, Calendar. And what's typically what's the first thing you're going to look at when you open up your phone for the first time in a day? I mean, just give me an example. You wake up, you roll over, you unplug that bad boy. What do you look at? Well, first off, I check the time. Yep. Okay. And then I then I'll check. Uh, yeah, but, but the, here's the problem with your routine. Okay. You're not able to pull up an app that will help you visualize what a pizza looks like, right? It's true. Yeah. So, you know, when you when you go, uh, you, you're an Apple guy, we'll just gather, but this works for Android as well. You'll go over and you'll look through your app toolbar, and mm-hmm. you'll say, well, what do I need? Uh, you'll type in pizza, and all you'll get is like Domino's, like Papa John's, yeah. Papa Murphy's, Pizza Hut. <laughs> I got all those on there. You got those. You got those four, and you got little Caesars. And what else do I got? Domino's. Did you say Domino's? I said, yeah, Domino's. You um, got that. Well, basically, I have them all. You, you got Pizza it. Palace. You name it, I got it. You got. I love, uh, I love having pizza apps on my phone. You got Pepperoni Castle. <laughs> you got them all on there. But here's the problem with those apps: all you can do is order pizza with them. Mm. <laughs> uh, and honestly, sometimes I just want to look at a pizza, and it's hard to do that with today's apps. Yeah. I, well, sure. You got it? Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
All right. Well, that's where Cheesley comes in. Cheesley. And the guys over at Cheesley have set us up with a with a, a demo version of their app, which I love. I've been going crazy for this thing. And let me tell you how it works. So basically, uh, the Cheesley app uh, goes onto your phone, and it stays on there. And once you install it, you can't delete it. And then <laughs> what you can do is is anytime you want to th- think about a pizza or mm-hmm. visualize a pizza, all you got to do is pull up Cheesley, and there's one right there waiting for you based on what you've been shopping for through your mobile device. So it connects to your all the other apps in your phone. It connects to the other apps in your phone. You link it up with your email account and your bank, mm. and it scrolls through and determines based on your preferences and uh, some machine learning that the creators have integrated into the database it determines what kind of pizza you would like based on the time of day or now based look, on your geolocation. Look, there's there's some shitty apps out there, right? Yes. The but Google app. I mean, yuck. This is not one of them. No, this is a good app. This is a good app. This is a good app. Uh, they just captured about uh, $12 million in round two funding, and they're really excited about bringing this Cheesley app to market. Uh, so you just look at... A picture of a pizza. Do I just app. do I just look at a picture of pizza? No. I also can build my own custom pizza to look at. <laughs> but you cannot order it. Is that right? You would need to order the pizza through a different app. <sighs> okay. So <laughs> so this is really only for this is for the this is for people who are serious, okay? If you want to just uh, goof around and order a pizza, uh-huh. you've got plenty of other apps out there. But this is for the enthusiast market. So it is a little bit niche, but I really love it. It's professional. It's really well done. It's intuitive to use. And it's got tons of features. Okay, so we've already talked about but, visualizing the pizza, right? Yeah. We talked about making your own custom pizza to look at. But what we haven't talked about is exporting those pictures to be your wallpaper on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this, this, That's something I want to do. This is so. some real high-resolution pizza stuff. So we're talking about... Uh, and, and they've actually just updated it for the Retina display. So you've got Retina pizza now. Pizza in 4K. Pizza in 4K now. And you can export that however you want. You can send an email. You can put it on Facebook. And tag your friends. You can't, you can't text it to someone, though? You can't text it. There's, texting ability okay. is not there at this time. Okay, well, this sounds great. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, and there's tons of upgrades as well. So you can you can um, you can uh, it's some, it does have in-app purchases, okay? Uh, but the basic app is free, so but you'll always the, be able one to. One of the in-app purchases is not a pizza. <laughs> is that right? Oh, what do you mean, like an actual pizza? Yeah, if I say if I'm building the pizza in the app, uh-huh. and I'm saying, wow, it looks good. Yeah, and I want to order that pizza. You can't do it. Not using Cheesley. Okay. If you want to take that pizza and then take some notes about the pizza and then order it through your favorite pizza provider, then you can do that. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, it's not really for that. Yeah, it's not. It's, I don't know what my head's in the clouds or something. I don't know what I was doing. But. And, and, and you can also take pictures of things around your house and then upload them into the app and they become toppings on the pizza as well. And you can tag your friends. That doesn't sound like anything. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds great. And, and and now in a new update, you can create gifts of pizzas. Oh, boy. <laughs> this, app, this app sounds like it has everything. It Jesse. has everything. It has it has pizza stickers. Uh-huh. It has um, uh, pizza ringtones. Pizza tones. It has pizza tones. <laughs> so we really encourage you guys to go on there and check out Cheesley. 
And uh, they're paying us a lot of money. They're paying us a lot of money to do this. And for a limited time, enter the promo code YKS, and and you will get uh, one free coupon for a picture of a pizza that you can you, you can use any time. <laughs> So uh, definitely go and enter that promo code. It's YKS on the App Store. It's on Android. It's on Windows Phone. It's on BlackBerry. Um, the cheese leaves everywhere. So go check it out, guys. Highly recommended from the YKS crew. Right, Mike? Yeah, I recommend it. Okay, guys, it's time for the six-pack, the segment of the show where uh, just uh, for people who are just joining us, we like to read off some uh, Kickstarters. Yeah, we read the best possible Kickstarters that were released recently. Or not recently at all. And also, they can be the worst ones or just the normal ones as well. Yeah. So, it should be easy to understand. So, it's just six Kickstarters. Jesse, why don't you start us off this time, Buster Brown? Oh, this time? Yeah. Okay, I will. Uh, Mike, the first one that I want to talk to you about, uh, it, it's, uh, I almost hesitate to make fun of the, the Kickstarters that are clearly from someone who either speaks a different language or lives in a different country or is an immigrant or whatever. I was looking, I was looking at something similar earlier. I was like looking were, at a Kickstarter, but it was like, it was created by somebody who you could tell they were like, uh, just a regular Joe. And they really believed in the product, but the product was still bad. Yeah. So it's like, I don't really want to make fun of that because that guy's clearly invested a lot of this. But along but that's the, same, the name of the game. <laughs> along the, the same lines. I mean, I, you know, the name of the blog was Your Kickstarter Sucks and is Your Kickstarter Sucks. And you can check it out at yourkickstartersucks.com. It's up and running. I've been posting this week some really good stuff up there. But the name, it's just a name. You know, we're not telling the, I don't, it's, it's bad to say to the people, your idea sucks. I wouldn't say that to those people. Yeah. I'll probably say, hello, how are you? Are you, how are you, how was your day today? You sounded a lot like Gary Anderson when you said that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that, I mean, He's I've been a, hanging out with him, so. You've been kind of, you know, sometimes you'll hang around somebody, you'll kind of pick up their mannerisms. Yeah, pick <laughs> Like when people say dogs look like their owners or something, same yeah. thing. Same exact thing. Same exact thing. With you and, and Gary the Animal Anderson. Uh, so, yeah, I don't want to make fun of this guy. It uh, It's by a guy named Anatoly, so he's obviously Russian, Eastern European, Ukrainian, something like that. You, you wouldn't name your kid Anatoly? You think that's just a... Well, the okay, so the first name is fine, but the last name is extremely <laughs> Russian. Okay. I want to call so it... last name is Moscow. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. So you can see where I'm coming from. Uh, and it's the Edible Spoon Maker. Okay. It's the Edible Spoon Maker, Mike. And unfortunately, that is exactly what it sounds like. It's a it's basically a repurposed waffle. Waffle iron. maker, but they replace the plates of it to be spoons. Yeah. So you just pour your batter in, close it up. It makes these little spoons. Which are made of waffles. How do they not break, though? You know? I don't think I ever said that they didn't break. Okay. Well, this guy seems like he's clearly just ignoring the fact that these will break off into whatever you're dipping them in. Dipping. Yeah, I guess you I guess I guess it's called dipping when you put a spoon in something. 
Like, well, this is that's what they're for, right? Oh no, they're actually like spoons. So they're not like you're not like making chips. In no the shape of like a spoon. No, you're you are meant to eat off of these. Okay. So that okay. So your question right for there for just one meal. Or? That makes me believe that you haven't been reading Food Beast, In Habitat, Design <laughs> Taxi, or Gizmag, which is where Edible Spoon Maker has appeared. So you have not. Well, I've been meaning to. I've just been behind. I've They're been in your busy, RSS. Yeah. So. <laughs> I've been meaning to get to them. Very strange that this, it was actually granted a patent. Oh, it was a patent pending. Sorry. That's the hard thing to get. Is to actually, but it is a registered trademark, which I think is not actually hard to do. Uh, but I wonder if you can say patent pending on something, but the pending part just means that you're yeah. getting around to it. I haven't filed the paperwork yet. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's pending, you know. On me getting up off of my ass and doing it. Yeah, it's the it's the the check is in the mail of the legal yeah. system. Yeah, I don't think it works like that. I think patent pending is a legitimate legal thing. But so this didn't get funded. Um, it did not get funded. I he, thought it, I thought it would get funded. He got he wanted fifty five grand. Ooh, and he got forty seven hundred dollars. Which how did he get that much? That's hey, a mystery. No, what is you doing, baby? Remember that? You know that meme. Uh, one of the memes, yeah. Um, and a meme is basically, it's an internet post. Oh Let's boy. talk about memes. <laughs> so, so it didn't do well. Uh, it, it's not going to happen. It's a Russian guy who loves spoons. I don't know. Just seeing a, and he's got, look at, he's got the little pictures of the different ones you could get. So you, you could can do, make uh, pills, Pillsbury, Pillsbury spoons, Pillsbury spoons, Grand's spoons, chocolate chip spoons. And puff pastry spins. <laughs> you get all those different kinds of spins. And the the stuff that he has the spoons serving, I'm not sure. Okay, so yogurt that works kind of. Yeah, make like a what? What would it be like? You make a cookie dough or something and make it in there. Is that what that is? Cookie dough? Is that what that is? Like you're making like a cookie spoon? I'm assuming with the yogurt. I don't fucking know. I don't. What is that? How was it? Looks like raisin bread or something. You just said chocolate chip chocolate like five chip. seconds ago. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, it's like a little chocolate chip like pancake don't or whatever. Look at, don't look at me. You could <laughs> don't look yogurt. Okay, so yogurt would be fine. Cereal. It probably would get soft. You'd probably have to have like twelve of these to get through a what bowl of you, cereal. What would you make that out of? To eat cereal out of I, nothing you make it out of is going to make any sense. I just mean at least it's not as bad as cup noodle, which is the other one. Yeah, that I, would get you, soggy like right off the bat. And also, have you ever eaten uh, noodle soup with a spoon before? Am I insane? Is that how people eat noodles? <laughs> that's, that's well, I think you're supposed to eat the the soup, the soup water. You ever go to water soup water? Yeah, Philly, um, Philly the Philly accent. It's perfect. No. I, I guess you're supposed to eat the soup, but it would fuck up the spoon, and then you have to make another one, and I guess that's how you get your appreciation out of it. Because this isn't like a thing that you're going to use every day at all. No, you're supposed to. This is like a thing that you're going to be, oh, this is funny, and then you make it, and then you put it in the cupboard, and you never touch it again until you move, and then you're like, why the fuck did I buy this? And then you throw it away. Well, this machine can make up to four spoons at a time, and only takes <laughs> it only takes three minutes to make a spoon. Okay. Well, okay. I thought it would take... Four minutes. No. So. That's only three minutes. Uh, do you get tired of throwing away tons of garbage after a dinner party? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever climbed on top of a rock and decided to eat your food and realized you forgot a spoon? 
Is that on? Is that on that's there? That's a that's a real thing. That's what it says. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's weird. I guess this would be fine for like parties, right? Are you but a person you're... who doesn't know what to make your kids for breakfast? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Don't you just hate to wash your dishes? Do you want to be a hero and save the planet? Now is the time to make the switch. Make the switch. Like this is a bilateral choice. You either got steel spoons uh-huh. or muffin spoons. And that's the war that we've been waging. Oh, boy. Let's watch the video. <laughs> Hello, Kickstarter. My name is Anatoly, and I'm an inventor. I came up with an idea of an edible spoon six years ago. Since then, I tried to find a way how to bring it into the market. Being a person who is very devoted to the eco-friendly lifestyle, I was always thinking of ways to remove plastic utensils from use. I realized that a lot of people liked my idea and were ready to make the switch to my edible spoons. Many people have said to me, what's the incredible idea to eat your spoon with the soup you are eating? This is where an edible spoon maker came from. I decided everyone can benefit from a portable tool like this, especially the environment. It works like a regular waffle maker. You can use any type of dough, biscuit dough, puff dough, or you can use your own recipe. Okay, so it seems like a sweet guy, idea comes from a good place. But uh, if you're looking for a solution to the use of plastic silverware, may I suggest I mean, normal silverware? It's not really like a a great product, right? Like it, like I said earlier, it, it would be great for like parties, like a funny... Kids fun thing yeah um yeah if you're like having an ice cream thing i don't know yeah. it's not like an everyday thing i don't know <laughs> do you think it's supposed to be an everyday thing i think it's supposed to be a total kitchen replacement because he's talking about replacing like silverware and plastic shit and with... it seems like plates would be the logic because pancakes and waffles are already flat why don't you just make a waffle plate you don't even have to change it that way. <sighs> what much. if you like made your food already and then you're like ah fuck i forgot I forgot to make my spoons. Got to make my spoons and eat plate. And your date's like, ah, I'm leaving. <laughs> She's mad. I don't know why. You're you invited your date over for, for breakfast. <laughs> and I haven't been in the dating world in a while, but that seems strange to me. <laughs> All right, give us the next one, Mike. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Feels like this every week. We go back and well, forth. That, well, it changes, <laughs> you know, sometimes. Look. Jeff. All right. Okay. This one's called Handy Pillow. Handy Pillow. Handy Pillow. You turn your hand into a pillow and sleep anywhere. There's the full title for some reason. Couldn't just say Handy Pillow. Uh, and what is this? It's a pillow uh, with like a, a, a center in it that's hollowed out. It's basically like a, pull, a pillow folded over on itself to make the inside hollow. It's the pillow ass. And what you do... Is you put your hand through it and you hold your head like that, and I don't know, um, what the point of that is. <laughs> I do not know. I do not understand it. Well, it, so it has all the benefits of a regular pillow with the added. Um, it has a pussy. In it. <laughs> like, like I could see dudes like because it's like the it's it's very small, right? It's like a travel pillow, but it's not like a full size pillow. It's like a travel pillow that you show people like on a plane or. Very shitty video. Snakes on a plane. Um, I remember that. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> now, and, uh, now, now. And um, they were in the black box. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So they hey, show like people. Let me, let, let me just pitch, pitch you something real quick. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Do you know those little um, those little gag gifts or little little joke things where you open up the plastic can? Uh huh. A bunch of snakes. And it's like peanuts, except yeah. where snakes come out. Uh-huh. And do you also know how a lot of times they serve peanuts on the airplane? Oh God! Yeah, I can see where this is going. So what if? Or, or I did and snakes on a plane. Is that how the snakes got on there? They I believe to, so. Yeah, they joked. Around. They made a joke and put a bunch of snakes in a can of peanuts. They misunderstood what the joke was supposed to be. <laughs> You're supposed to. Oh, we're supposed to put fake snakes. Yeah. Oh no. We're, we're supposed to put fake snakes in plastic cans, and instead, meanwhile, meanwhile at the zoo. There's a bunch of kids around looking inside of an enclosure, and there's a bunch of fake snakes there. They got it mixed up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say there was peanuts. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Listen, this is this is this is the handy pillow. It's the handy pillow. Now, and, is it? Um, can it be used without a hand in it? That's what I want to get at. Yeah. What if you're disabled, handy pillows? You fuckers. Um, no. <laughs> otherwise, it's just a pillow, right? Yeah. It, you can you can use it just as a regular pillow. It's like a small travel pillow, right? Uh, and the benefits that they list of this fucking thing is you can wash it, which I didn't know that you could not wash any other pillow, but apparently. Yeah, I've been washing my shit for a long time. It's like the perfect size to put like one of those fleshlights into. All right, let's move on. Okay, we'll, so, okay. Right, well, <laughs> look. <laughs> this. Um, if you're going to be obsessed with fucking it, we'll just well, move on. Okay. It's not. Okay, it's not me. All right. What do they do? They say you can fuck it in there. Let me read here. Um, so it is. Okay, it's Andy Pillow. Blah blah blah. Did it get funded? You can fuck this. <laughs> so, Jesse, you were saying. Um, I apologize. It did not get funded yet, but okay. it will get funded. Right. I predict that it will get funded. Fifty-two days to go. Two thousand one hundred and six dollars as of this time, of the nine thousand five hundred dollar goal. I think that's going to get funded. Yeah. Um. Seems right. But pretty bad. Well, if it gets in Gizmag and if it gets in Hibernate and it gets in and it gets in Dashly, then it's definitely gonna get funded for sure. Those places are gonna boost it up. Well you can fuck it. And you can also fuck it as well. <laughs> so look for it on Pornhub. Uh all right, cool. So how how much does it cost? Um, that is a great question. Because we need to start talking about <clears throat> the ones that we're gonna do for our uh our big ten dollar uh, donor level where uh, the audience can help us decide what Kickstarters we're going to support or what products we're going to bring in for review and uh, something like this that's probably going to get funded but you know is also extremely stupid might yeah. be a good choice so uh, it's, it's 20 bucks 20 bucks gets you uh, one of like a few colors or whatever they have different colors but uh, 20 bucks base model of the handy pillow um, that's not bad the base model the base model. You don't get the perks. Like a, it's the Handy Pillow LX. What does it look like? That has a, a different a, cover. Oh, it just has a it has a spot for your uh, smartphone, so you can put like Pornhub on it and you oh, can Jesus. <laughs> don't. Right. I mean, all right. Let's go. To- the next one I got is Ginger Breed, the motion picture. Ginger Breed, the motion picture. Ginger uh, Breed. Right off the bat, I'll tell you they wanted one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars to make Jesus this movie. Fuck. And uh, you can see it's sort of, it looks sort of like a Star Wars spoof with the title card here. But having watched a decent amount of it, it's uh, it's not that. It's not Star Wars. It's almost like a, it's almost like Alien if it were uh, gingerbread men. 
instead of a big scary alien. So it's like a, a it's a funny movie. Is that right? I mean, I wouldn't say that. It's a comedy. So it's supposed to be it's a supposed comedy. to be it's supposed to be funny. Oh, it actually yeah. does say alien in here. So that's what they were going for. Gingerbread is a sci-fi comedy about killer gingerbread. You know that great genre of sci-fi comedy. You know how there's a lot of those that we love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, killer gingerbread man from space. It's a dash of alien, a pinch of gremlins, and all, and lots of explosions and killer robots. So it's, it's so it's fairly random. Uh, Ten years in the making. Always a good sign. This indie project has already been shot and edited. All we need now is finishing funds to complete the special effects. Gingerbread is destined to become a cult classic, we hope. That's not what destined means. Um, it really stinks. It's it's based on, uh, you'll never believe this, a uh, student project. So it's like a, because there's a movie called Ginger Dead Man, I think. Oh, really? Um, so I this watched, is fertile watched, ground, huh? I watch a lot of shitty horror movies right and so this is like the same kind of con but it's like a gingerbread man in space is that what the movie's about uh the movie does take place in space yes it does okay um so somebody made a gingerbread man in space. i'm not gonna get into it i'm not gonna get into the plot you're not gonna, I'm not, gonna, gonna, the, I'm not okay. gonna pick it apart well, for <laughs> 500 bucks you can get a download of the movie you can get a blog and you can get a uh, digital download of a booklet, including the script, which I'm sure rocks. So the one thing I'll say about this is because it's from film students, it actually is competently produced. Um, they clearly know what they're doing and it's a small budget thing, but I mean, you wouldn't confuse it for star Wars episode eight. Yeah. You know, but it's still, uh, dumb, and uh, I'll I'll play you the video, and you can tell me uh, how dumb you think it is. I'm Jonathan Dorfman, and I'm Simon Waglarski. We're the co-creators of Gingerbread, the motion picture. We're also the owners of Hi-Fi 3D, an Emmy award-winning visual effects company here in Brooklyn, New York. Gingerbread is a sci-fi comedy about killer gingerbread men from space. For over 10 years, we've been working on this film in between commercial projects. We've already shot the entire film, but now we need your help to complete the extensive visual effects. We're super excited to bring Gingerbread to the Kickstarter community. And we'd love to start off by showing you the trailer. Making its debut here on Kickstarter. the depths of space comes a destructive force unlike anything you've ever known. They thought they were just cookies. They were wrong. They're going to be everywhere. They are breathing at an exponential rate. Ray. Sweet Joseph, Mother God, will. Mother Goodie Man! Rise. Cyborgs, robots, monkeys, flamethrowers, jetpacks, octopi, romance, explosion. Gingerbread, the motion picture. 
these baked goods have gone bad. So. <laughs> what'd you think? Um, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, $5,600 pledged towards the $115,000 goal for, for post-production on a movie about gingerbread man, uh, in space, in space. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy that that didn't uh, work. Wow. Oh, look, December 2nd, 2015 update. Gingerbread attack Trump. I can't, I can't wait to oh, find out what that means. That's really cute. It's a little oh, gift like of the gift that they made. That, um, the gingerbread guy is going all over Trump while he mocks the handicapped reporter. Uh, hey, uh, lemons funny. into lemonade. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, hey, you just named their. You just figured out what their sequel is going to be. It's Attack of the Killer Lemonade in space. Jesse, the next one I have mm-hmm. is called gloves off and it's an app i love apps you love apps you're always napping um look so basically from what i can tell it is an app like twitter that has trending topics that you click on say like uh trump is a trending topic right oh okay uh you click on this trending topic and you and it asks you a question. It says, "Are you for Trump or are you against Trump?" And you click one, and you're matched with a person of the opposite um, ideal. So, like they'll they'll be they'll be like, "I hate Trump," and you're like, "I like Trump." And now you guys have to talk to each other. It's called gloves off. It pairs you with a random opponent who feels opposite for a live timed video slash audio debate. Right. Oh, so I get to get videotaped. Yeah. So, what would be like a? I can't imagine like a. I can't imagine a situation where this would turn out bad for the for anyone. Like, if you're matched with like a Trump voter, and you're like, oh, I'm going to tell these guys, I'm going to give these guys a piece of my mind, and you load up like a video chat with them. Yeah. And they're just jacking off. Oh, that would be weird. Um, or they're just uh, or you're matched with like a. Uh, I think. I think global warming is real mm. and you're matched up with a guy who's like, I think global warming is fake. And you load up a video chat of that. And he's just jacking off. Look, <laughs> you're imagining and then they're fucking a pillow on the other end. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking a pillow. Yeah. I don't see anything that could go wrong with this. I mean, the MAGA guys are definitely not known for being online harassers. There's nothing. Look, what I think the world needs more of is opportunities for people who have opinions to force them on other people or for more infighting or for more uh, arguments to happen just online. And I think, I think this app is really good. Online has been a too positive place for too long. Yeah. It's time to mix it up. I'm sick of it. We're, we go online and it's like, everything just seems fine. Everything's so nice. I'm looking up uh, research. I'm checking out uh new pillow designs to have sex with. And, uh, and then there's no guy telling me to, Eat my own shit. Yeah. That's what bums me out about it is there's there's never a frog that says he's gonna kill my kids. <laughs> you know? And I just want I wish I could have that in my house where I he could see where I live. Yeah. So he could threaten me of specific parts of my house. Hey, I don't like uh I don't like, you know, uh Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah. You match with a guy who doesn't who likes Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah. 
not only is he jacking off, but oh. he is, he's saying, I'm going to kill your dad. <laughs> All right, look, this look, did not get funded. Look. Surprisingly, right? That is weird, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Normally, I'm all for supporting oh, wait, actually, the new social I, network. I suppose you're saying 30 days to go. Okay. I don't right. know what I'm saying. It didn't get funded yet. 30 days to go, $110 pledged of the $8,000 goal. So I don't know if this is going to get funded. What do you think? $110 of the $8,000 goal, but 30 days to go. So we're at okay. like the tippy top. So what is that, like 0% so far? 110 out of 8,000, it's like 0%. Look, so. I'm not a math uh, scientist, I don't, I don't know, um, but it's not, it's not a lot, but it's something, right? It's not like zero dollars of nine thousand dollars to go. It's like a, I'm like, <laughs> no, you're right, it's not that. I get funded. I don't know. It's a. I'm gonna check on it. I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna add it to the list of Kickstarters that we frequently check up, check back up on. Oh, you're gonna put it on the big board? Yeah, I'm gonna put it on the board. Okay. And we are adding it to the board. Ding. <laughs> so it's on the board now, and we will check back on it uh, in approximately uh, 400 uh, hours. Yeah. So whatever that is, we'll do it. Okay, so here's my last one. Mike, It is. this is what it's called. It is called Three Billion Jobs in Less Than a Decade is Possible. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a weird one because uh oddly enough, it reached its goal. $5,055 pledged of $5,000 goal and yet it was canceled. That's weird. Okay, so it also has four backers. Four that backers pledged that pledged a total of like the $5,000. Yeah, so I that's that's weird, right? What is that? Like a thousand dollars a person? Uh, hey, I'm, what not, is, I'm what is, no math scientist. What's that? Well, it's almost as if uh, just reading between the lines here, uh, it's almost as if they had fifty five dollars <laughs> from two twenty five dollar backers and one five dollar backer, and then right before it was to end, someone pledged five thousand dollars to themselves money bags in order to get the fifty five dollars. <laughs> from the other idiots so this is a book written that's a by, good scam written by yeah it's a really good scam written by somebody who's actually uh, clearly insane <laughs> it's about replacing the obsolete economy uh and something that's consistent throughout the copy of both this and a couple of the videos that omer has posted uh, on his page is that he thinks the economy is like something you can like plug in yeah he talks about it like it's a device that you can remove and then go somewhere else with and just install a new one like it's a motherboard on the computer or something. So a uh, really strange guy. He is from the Sudan. So another thing where I'm bagging on immigrants, which is cool. And that's <laughs> it's not the, the theme of the week is not making fun of immigrants. Yeah. All of these Kickstarters have been by like ESL people, people who don't speak English like a. Just immigrants. What's what's up with that, JF? You anything you want to talk about? This guy's like got like forty videos <laughs> on here for the economy is too old and obsolete, and and time to replace it. Uh, oh, is is that the actual book title? That's confusing. That is insane. To me. So the the title of the Kickstarter is three billion jobs in less than a decade is possible. The title of the book is this economy is too old and obsolete. Time to replace it. <laughs> Welcome to the job creation economy. 
It's a, it reads like a Mad Lib, basically. So here, here are some of his discoveries. Okay. And this, hold on, this page is is very long. Yeah, dude, look how many videos there are. <clears throat> not only, I mean, not only that, but they, 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 this guy's like written so much stuff. It's like a manifesto. It's insane. To me. Oh yeah, it definitely is. The top <laughs> video here is uh, so the guy's name is Omar Abash, Abashar, and he is from the Sudan. But the top video, he like hired an actor to read, <laughs> and the guy's in like a. It's like some doctor's scrubs and is reading. What the fuck? He's reading what? from this bizarre, unhinged script about the economy. But anyways, let me. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. I want to read a couple of his uh, precepts here. Uh, so this can be the last recession if we work together, because the main cause of a recession depends on the investor's emotions. If we enjoy a new economy that is generated by steady job creation, we do not need investors to create jobs since crowdfunding will be taking over. (laughs) So, I mean, that right there. All right. So he wants to replace the economy with GoFundMe, which I mean, we're already there. Hey, we're already there, pal. Uh, another precept, job creation can be a standalone industry in which companies can specialize in it and start earning higher profits. Since job creation only requires people with good ideas, unlimited imagination, and a passionate desire to help others, people who make movies can be very good job creators because job creation is similar to movie making. Yeah, it makes total sense to me, um, but I feel like people might get confused by that. So he's saying job creation is a standalone industry. Yeah. So you know you you got like healthcare. Yeah. You know you've got entertainment. Um. You know you've got ex- exports. You've got real estate. You know, and then you've also got job creation, where somebody goes to a factory and turns a big crank, and then a job comes out on the other end. He's saying that all you need is ideas. Well, you need ideas. Yeah. Let's try to examine this obviously insane person and try to reason with it. <laughs> Um, I tried to just make sense of it. It's really difficult. There's a lot of videos on here. A lot of it. it you know, it's always good whenever they put the Adam Smith economy <laughs> stuff on there. That's how you know it's it's fucking good. Introduction to economics is one of the videos. Yay! Thank you so much. I'm gonna watch this shit for sure. Um, the first master job creator in human history. This is the nickname I gave to myself. <laughs> And I think that's probably all you need to do. You know. What the fuck? This is awesome. Uh, he goes on, Therefore, I have decided to become a master job creator and depend only of my powerful brain. Today, I am ready, willing, and able to solve the unemployment problem worldwide. This guy's got one of those powerful brains that Trump has. Yeah. Isn't that what Trump said? He's got a big brain? I think he said he had a, a big dick. I don't know. I don't know, Jesse. Is all you're thinking about dicks right now? I mean, I can't get out of my head. It's a pillow. It's that goddamn pillow. The pillow fucked you up, the whole thing. Um, Let me just finish. So he so he scammed <laughs> he scammed these people out of 55 bucks, and it got canceled. So I don't know if he got it. The $5,000 goal that someone supposedly pledged, which was definitely just him, ended up being a thank you video email and one digital and 10 paperback copies of the manual he better follow through and make that video you can choose your language he's got meetings over skype uh you get to become a member of his invitation only group on linkedin uh he'll he'll meet with you in any city so you can meet a crazy guy that's really cool 
And he goes on to say that if this if this goal of the campaign reaches $5 million, I will build a platform that is capable of creating 2.5 billion jobs in less than 10 years. And this is not a joke. So, uh, so anytime you make a claim and you say this is not a joke, that's how you know that it's very serious. <laughs> Um, 150,000 hours in 25 years went into developing this. So that's how you know, uh, that it's legit. And all he wants is 5 million bucks. So basically this guy, if you follow it out to its logical conclusion, this guy's basically holding the world hostage. <laughs> so he's, so he's got a very powerful brain. Yeah. He's the only master job creator ever. And he knows how to give us 2.5 billion jobs over the next decade, and he won't do it because he only got five. He only got fifty-five dollars. Wow! Maybe the five thousand dollars was Trump, and he needs this guy on his team. Maybe you think so? Yeah, he's up there with all the greats now, with all the in the big brain cabinet. I'm looking forward to it. I so, need. We need some more jobs. So I'm I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let you guys listen to the actual guy. I want you to instead listen to a guy who is not him read his deranged thoughts in front of a camera. So check this out. Kickstarter.com supporters, please back this very important project. In these challenging economic times, there has never been a better time to release the findings of Omar Abashar. Help him release his manual called This Economy is Too Old and Obsolete, Time to Replace It. Omar is a Sudanese immigrant, social entrepreneur, mechanical engineer, mathematician, and a single dad who has completed 17 years research to reach the conclusion that the existing economy is obsolete. Omar is hoping to put America and the rest of the world to work in very short time, regardless of the state of Adam Smith's economy regardless of the investors' participation and regardless of any government intervention. There are 7 billion people in the world right now. With super advanced technologies, there is no way a 17th century economy can work for all of us. The world population was 800 million back then. One final reason this economy is not working for all of us is when Adam Smith invented this economy, Slave trade was legal and booming. Investors were called masters. So Adam Smith's economy was created to cater for investors of that time. Please support this project and get us out of the 17th century trap. Thank you for your support. Okay, so I guess my my big powerful brain just made up the part where he was wearing scrubs. He's wearing a suit. But it's just that voice makes him sound so authoritative that it seemed like he was wearing Dr. Scrubs. But uh, you can see on his face as he progresses through the script how uh, he it begins to dawn on him that what he is saying is insane. Uh, but he has to do it because he signed up for this dollar on uh, for the for this job on Fiverr, I guess, for like <laughs> ten bucks. So uh, great project there. Hopefully, we get these three billion jobs. He says three billion. He says two point five billion. Seems like we're getting short changed to five hundred million jobs. Liquid number, I think. Yeah, it's yeah yeah it is. Um, so that's, uh, this economy is too, uh, the, this, that's, this rent is too damn high, the book. <laughs> so cool. All right, Mike. So take us home with the last one in the chamber here, the sixth six pack. This, this sixth pack this of this. Look, this one's called the in fun net in f- the fun in a net in in fun 
it. I don't look. I don't get it either. Rolls right off the tongue. Infinite is a net with four elastic handles used for net volleyball, net water balloon, and a variety of other games and activities. You know yeah. how you're always playing net water balloon. Well, this is perfect for you. Well, we were doing it a little bit earlier, and the one thing that I noticed was it seems like I need some sort of um, I need like a net. Yeah. To play the volleyball, though, right? Um, that's exactly correct. This is a big square of fabric with uh, four handles on it, and it is for launching water balloons or launching volleyballs. Launching them. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, it seems like somebody, they're trying to make like a, a new sport or activity thing. Um, it's not really like something that people were clamoring for, so I don't really understand the market for it. You know, sometimes you just, uh, you see a, a gap in what the market is offering. Yeah. And you just jump on it. And that's how we got Microsoft. So, <laughs> is this the next Microsoft? It's too soon to tell. Um, watch this video, though, because it is extremely... Uh, is this another immigrant uh, bashing one? Yeah, it's an, it's, yeah, they all are on this, on this show. Um, no, it's extremely bad, right? Take it. Take a listen to it. It looks like a whammo product. Yeah, it does. It does look like a whammo, like a fake product. <laughs> yeah. If this is another one of those things that we're going to get uh, blasted on, we find out like three uh, days later that it was fake. Yeah. I mean, this is so an mad. extremely stupid joke from Iceland, you idiots. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Hi, I'm Mike, and this is Ben. Hey guys. And wait, together wait. with our dad, Mark Wilkie, oh, we started. Wait, 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 wait. What happened? Play it. Play it again. Play it again. You want to hear it again from the top? All right, here we go. Hi, I'm Mike, and this is Ben. Hey guys. And <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. Okay. Can we open the show like that from now on? <laughs> hey, I'm Jesse, and uh, this is Mike. Hey guys. Together with our dad, Mark Wilkie, we started Infinite. The story of Infinite began about a year ago with our small family business, QRS, where we sold portable sports packs. While creating a volleyball pack, our dad was looking for a product that we could play net volleyball with. Since we come from a large family of 11 children, uh, we played net volleyball a lot. Since half of our family is athletic and the other half sucks at sports like this game, uh, we found that Infinite was a perfect solution because it included everyone. Most people had typically used their old ragged towels to fling volleyballs and water balloons. We searched all over for an actual product that we could include in our volleyball packs. Anything that could replace that clump of old, soggy, smelly towels you're always left collecting. When we saw that there wasn't a product out there like it, we decided to draw up our own net with four elastic handles, and we took it to a fabricator to create and include it in our volleyball packs. All right, all right. All right. Okay. We tested... Jesus. Is this a... Is this a I know, so I don't watch sports. I don't keep up with sports. Haven't yeah. haven't paid attention to sports since uh, Troy Aikman and uh, Larry Bird. And my good friend John Elway. Um, I don't know anything about sports or sp- sporting or being. Well, I'll tell you what. First of all, there's a lot of wet towels. That's no, the first is thing. The, is this a thing? Is it what? Did, what did no. they say? A towel towel volleyball or what? Net, net volleyball. Net volleyball. And the video that they showed. All right, so just to get this out of the way, this is two like really uh, starched out white guys from Utah. So yeah, they're probably Mormons. So they probably do some weird shit. 
Yeah, they said they have like 11, what do they say, 11? Yeah, I think I'm kind of picking up yeah. what they're putting down here. But So they made up a sport. Yeah. And then they made up the solution to the problem that they had with the sport. And Is that the yeah. scam? Uh-huh. That's good. So instead of doing the thing in volleyball that requires skill or just interest even, where it's like you throw the ball up and you hit it or you you know volley it back and forth, they just had these big bed sheets on either end. Man, this is weird. It is weird. It's just like some Twilight Zone shit. Yeah, um, it's very strange. So, okay, so $335 out of the $10,000 goal. And that's just the allowance from all the kids in their family. If, if um, No, that's weird though, right? To, to make up a sport and then make up the solution to the sport. Like you're not... That's not a good business move, right? We've seen one of these before, haven't we? The guy who made up that sport where it was like swords and basketball, where yeah. you just slapped the basketball with a big wood sword or whatever, yeah. and he wanted to sell those. Yeah, same same exact thing. Did you see the guy on um, uh, Shark Tank who, who did like the... It was like a, some game that he invented that you toss a ball back and forth on like... It was like foos... It was like not foosball, but um, uh, air hockey. Okay. But you play it with like your forearms... What? No. Yeah, it's and everybody. It was like I spent my life's life savings on this oh, game, and I didn't make it. And uh, it was extremely bad because it was. I forget what the name of it was, but um, along the same lines. Wow! Uh, I just realized we're doing a Shark Tank podcast. <laughs> right? I mean, that's kind of kind of what it is, right? Oh, fuck! <laughs> Shit! Is it too late to switch gears and do like no, like a crime? I don't think so. All right, welcome back to Big Cri- Big Time Crime with Mike and Jesse, and today... Let's do a, a, a history podcast. I don't know. I don't like history. Oh, shit. I told I'd you... I'd be doing the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I'd be here. I think I told you a long time ago, I think we should do the Where is Richard Simmons, but for John. John Hendren. Where is John Hendren? We can just uh, let's do the let's do the history part. Uh, hey, the Nazis were bad people, like the Dan Carlin. Yeah, <laughs> look out for these guys. I don't know. How I talk. I'm not gonna. Was that spot on though? I've never, I've never heard it, but yeah, it okay. is good. Thank you. Um, this did not get funded yet. It is 27 days to go. Okay, ten thousand dollar goal. Eight backers, and I mean, eight backers out of the. Old, the eleven, they couldn't get a hold of the other guys. <laughs> They're fucking brothers couldn't get a hold of them. That sucks. That must suck to have a huge family and know that not all of them are giving you their money. That's crazy, dude. The that they list the um in the in the pledges or in the rewards they list the MSRP for um, one of their the, towels in, infunets, and they're like. Uh, <laughs> Like over fifty five percent off on an infunet, um, and you, you, it's like fifteen dollars, so it'd be like thirty dollars for this fucking just a net with handles on it. I don't understand for a highly specialized towel. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get for a tactical towel. That's cool. Um, but it is compact and lightweight. Yeah, so. that's good. Four pounds. Four pounds. That it's seems really, heavy, right? Not really. Uh, is that what sheets weigh? Four, four point one pounds for the whole thing, and that's it. <laughs> that seems heavy. Look, it's uh, twelve pounds, and it's you're going to need two people. You're going to need a couple people. You're going to need eleven people. The first aluminum net. <laughs> <Carry this fucking laughs> thing 
No, that's. I don't think that's getting funded. I don't think that's a good idea. Ten grand? No way. My producer and I went by John Hendren's house, but his housekeeper would not let us in. <laughs> we tried for hours to. Fucking... He's not even hard to find. No, I have, his, I have his phone number. That's it. <laughs> but we just keep missing him. Oh, just he's oh. at work. <laughs> he just Where is he? Out. He just he just stepped out. He went to the grocery. <laughs> We're always one step behind. He's stonewalling us. <laughs> I wonder if he's um if he's got dementia because we can't. He won't pick up his phone. He won't return our text. The Nazis. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that was the uh that was the six pack. That was the six pack. So uh let's take a quick break and we'll be right back or to wrap up the show in just a second. Hey Mike. Yeah. Uh you know how it's um extremely expensive and time consuming to do this podcast? It's not really that it's not really that bad. Okay, let's stop and cut and we'll go back and I'm just gonna hit re record and we're gonna <laughs> try this over again. Okay. Okay, three, two, one. Hey, Mike, you know how it's really expensive and time-consuming to make this podcast? Yeah, it's pissing me off. That sucks, and so it's really hard to do. And it's, but you know, it's so rewarding knowing that people out there really care. Yeah. Yep. That's. I agree with that. Yeah, I thought you might, because uh, you wrote the script we're reading from right now, so <laughs> so that makes sense. But you know, uh, some of the ways that people are showing that they care about us and 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 they appreciate what we're doing. Is they're checking us out on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks, uh, where we were giving away for for free, except for you got to pay $5 to get them. Well, it's free after you pay the. Once you pay that $5, $5 a month, you're in, baby. All you can eat. It's all you can eat. You get access to the entire backlog of your Kickstarter sucks bonus episodes. About three episodes in there. Come on. There's more than that. Don't, don't shortchange us. Don't do it. Don't do a bit. We're going to cut that out. And three, two, one. And there's lots of episodes on there. There's a million episodes. There's a million episodes on there. So there's plenty for everybody to enjoy. So uh, another way that people can help us out if they feel so inclined is to go on iTunes, give us a rating, a review. Uh, the more unhinged and rambling it is, I think maybe the better for SEO purposes. So check that out. That's correct. Damn, you're on fire. <laughs> and let's cut that out and we'll go back in. And here we go. In three, two, two one. one. I think it's probably unmistakable at this point. Yeah, I think, you, I think you know what time it is when you hear that, <laughs> bad boy. Well, that, I think the first edition of the Dookie List was only on the bonus episode, so if you haven't heard those yet, you've missed out on all the backstory of the Dookie List, where it came from. Do you think it's a, a good um, idea to debut stuff um, on the bonus episodes that people might not hear on the regular episodes and then continue on on the regular episodes like they heard it? Do you think that's that's a good idea? Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, it's just like how the big network series always start out on HBO and then they go back to like ABC for the last half of the season or something like that. You know, you know so how that what, happens. So tell me as if I'm uh, an in, an imbecile. Okay. Try to yeah. imagine that. Yeah. Tell me what the Dookie list is. All right. You, you big piece of shit, idiot. Uh-huh. Uh, the Dookie list is a list that, where people, they just tick us off and they really rub us the wrong way. And these guys, I mean, these guys are real jerks. 
And this is where they end up. They end up on the Duke list because they need to get flushed and wiped. That's that's right. So, okay. And that's what we do with these. And it's not just guys. It's gals. It's ideas to products. It's ideas and things and ideas and people and ideas as well. And everything goes on the Dookie list. And we basically sit down on the potty and we sit down and we take our little assholes out and we poop them out and we wipe them off and flush them down the drain. And that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically it. And and if you can't follow that, then maybe you're next on the dookie list. Oh my god! And I don't want to sound argumentative right now, but I'm I'm getting a little mad. I'm getting hot. Okay, I have I actually have somebody for the for the for the DL this week. Oh yeah, on the DL. So if you got somebody you want to nominate for the dookie list, go ahead and hit us with hashtag on the DL. <laughs> yeah, and we'll check that out. And. uh and you know I'm always on that hashtag anyways for unrelated reasons, and I don't want yeah, to talk it's not about really it. Right important. Now. Why you're on it? I have two people, okay, both equally despicable. The real lowest of the low, just just trash, right under your shoe, right? Yeah. First one is uh, Rodrigo Rodrigo Duterte. Oh Lord! And this guy's been getting under my skin for a minute. I hate this guy. I'm going to be honest with you. He's president of the Philippines, okay? You hear about the stuff he's doing? Yeah. First of all, they, they there are all these islands down there, and he's just going crazy. That's right. That's right. He's going he's going nanners on them um, over there. And so what he's doing is is a uh, bunch of like drug dealers and stuff. People yeah. who use drugs get killed. Yeah. That's Man. no good. That's no good. That's no good. Come on, guys. You don't do that. Come on. That's, I mean, how rude can you possibly be? It's inconsiderate. Um, so he's a big-time piece of crap, you know? I wouldn't piss on this guy if he was on fire. Uh, the second guy is my lawn guy who's supposed to come uh, <laughs> supposed to come on uh, Wednesday of last week. And then he rescheduled. He's like, I'm going to have to come next week. Oh, my God. And meanwhile, your grass is... Oh, it just stops growing? Yeah, I guess it'll just stop growing out there. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, Rodrigo Duterte and uh, the guy who cuts my grass. Wow. Oh. Two real... Just world-class assholes. Scum. Scumbags. Fucking uh, jerk-offs. Yeah. You know what? If something bad happens to either one of them, I think it's fine. Right? Yeah. I'm not endorsing anything. I'm just saying. I like to shoot both of them with a crossbow. Yeah, that's what I like to do. I like to hunt them. I like to go out in the in the woods with them and then hunt them and shoot them with a crossbow. <laughs> that's cool. So you'd be? Uh, would you take the celebratory picture in front of their downed corpses? Hell yeah, I would. You know how rich guys do that? What the hell is that about? I don't know. So look out, rich guys. You you might be on the dookie list. Look out. Or you know, because you know nowadays you got to see both sides. Maybe the um. Maybe like the elephant that was just walking around minding its own business will be on the dookie list. Now, why would he be on the dookie list? Because you got to see both sides. You know, you can't be biased. What the fuck? You know what I'm talking about? I think mean, that's pretty black and white, but. Well, even black and white. I mean, how do you really know? You know, because on one side it's black, on the other side it's white, and then you got in the middle and it's like both the same. Uh, Basically, it's both the, it's the same no matter. Because if you're on the white side and you're just. So imagine you're on the white side and you're looking through yeah. and you see black on the other side, it just looks like white to you. And then on the other <laughs> side, and you're black, and then if you're looking through it and you see the black on your side, and then it's like, I don't know, it looks the same to me, it looks white. So, you know, how do you know, really? It's just like chess. So it's, you just you flip on one side, you flip on the other side. By the time you know it, there you go. You take off, and then what have you got at the end of the day? Makes sense to me. So that's the, 
That's the dookie list. That's the dookie list. All right, Mike, let's wrap up the show. Uh, we want to let you know you can follow us on Twitter at your Kickstarter. Email us. We need some more emails. We need emails. And um, I would say we're looking for, uh, I think we've probably got our fair share of submissions at this point. You got some questions you want to, it doesn't have to be Kickstarter related. You know, shoot us some stuff. We'll have Mike's advice corner. We'll have Mike explains history. The Nazis. Yeah, I'll just, I mean, if you want to just look. We don't get out a lot. We don't have a lot of friends. Eh. So if you want to just email me and talk to me and say, hey, how you doing? I'll email back with you. We'll have like an email correspondence thing. Maybe we'll be friends. You never know. We're making pen pals here on the so, show. <laughs> this is this entire show has been uh, a ruse. It's just so that I can get some more friends. Uh, has it worked so far? You got any friends on the horizon? Wow. It's early yet. What are we in episode thirteen? Well, so, if you count the bonus. So, I mean, I'm thinking like by 2019, I might get a friend. Get a friend. <laughs> I might get one friend. You know what? Uh, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with having friends. Honestly, a lot of people think there's something. And to me, it's just like, you know, honestly, I've always liked it. I've, I've, always, well, I've always liked having friends. Hard to argue with that. Am I crazy? Am I losing my mind? I don't think. I'm am I taking my, am I'm, I taking crazy? Pills? I don't think so. Okay, so you can email us there at your Kickstarter sucks at gmail dot com with any questions for Mike. Um, Rate us on iTunes. Uh, yep, iTunes dot com. I don't think it works like that. I don't think it's iTunes. Patreon dot com. Your Kickstarter. Patreon dot com for the bonus episodes. Um, Stay tuned over there because I think we're going to put up this week some options for us uh, to choose from for our next uh, Kickstarter. The first Kickstarter we're going to support. Um, but looking for stuff that uh, you don't have to necessarily nominate. We'll come up with the nominations. We'll have some uh, poll you guys can vote on. It'll generally be stuff that we think is going to come in the mail and we can talk about at some point. Uh, I don't know that there's a lot of utility in putting money towards a social media site that's never going to get made. So I yeah. think it's generally well, going to I mean, be... We'll do that with our own money. Don't... don't. Yeah, we're, we try not to commingle funds, so we want to keep our charitable donations. And the blog is back, by the way. Jesus, we're all over the place. Um, it's like we, it's, uh, we're crazy with this stuff. How do you even turn the computer on in the morning without without our our big old I mugs mean, right in your face? What are we? This is like our full time job or something? Hey, well, we sure are getting paid like it, so, so that's what's good about it. All right, guys, we'll uh, check us out on the bonus episodes, and if not, uh, go fuck yourself, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. Music for today's episode is provided by Big Al Beats, Mass, and Igumi, who you can find on SoundCloud, Eric Braun, Drew of ToothpasteForDinner.com. You can check out his albums on Amazon under the names Crudbump and Hell Orbs. And finally, of course, the one and only Mark Brendel.